Bus Stop Films as an organisation has created over 15 short films. They've screened in festivals all around the world and won over 50 awards. Uh, aside from what we do in terms of delivering accessible film studies program, which we do through the Australian Film, Television and Radio School in Sydney, through Information and Cultural Exchange in Parramatta and our program in Bullock. That was Tracy from the film organisation Bus Stop Films talking about some of their achievements. On this episode, we chat to Tracy about how the organisation started, the opportunities they offer to people who have a disability, and why inclusion is so important in the films and projects they create. You're listening to Youth and Loud. Thanks, Tracy Heaps, for coming on the show. Um, it's going to be super cool to chat to you about uh, Bus Stop Films and a bit about um, your experience to begin with, can you tell us uh, a bit about yourself and what your role is um, within Bus Stop Films? I've been with Bus Stop Films now for just over two years. My role is the general manager, so I look after things like strategic planning, specific directions, secure grants, work around partnerships and projects with other organisations. Um, I should say, shouldn't say I'm a bunch. My background is that I come from a strategic planning and policy background, working in a lot of human services. I worked for the Legal Aid Commission for six years, managing their domestic violence program and in social housing. And I've always had a passion for projects and services that look at inclusion and diversity. I have two children with disability, and um, earlier this year I was also... um, found out that I have a disability, my old daughter is deaf and I've started losing my hearing as well so I've got fitted with my first set of hearing aids a couple of weeks ago which is a new journey for me. I work a lot in the deaf community, I'm on the board of Deaf Sports Australia and I just love bus stop films and just had a strong connection to them the first time I ever met Genevieve Placemith, their co-founder, because of what they're doing is so different and so important and so authentic around raising opportunities for people with disability on both sides of the camera. So Tracy, can you talk about um, a little bit about how Bus Stop Films initially came together and when did the organisation um, begin? So Bus Stop Films came about in 2009. Genevieve was a graduate filmmaker working on a project with Down Syndrome in South Wales and she met Gerardo Dwyer and was so blown away by passion drive to become an actor but also so disheartened by the lack of opportunities and pathways for him to fulfill his personal goal that she decided to make a film with him and made it inclusively so together they made an amazing film called Be My Brother with the co-producer Eleanor Winkler that film won Tropfest and Jared won Best Actor and that paved the way for developing and refining an accessible film studies program and the curriculum which we now use today in bus stop films and have been doing so for 10 years. So all credit to Genevieve and Eleanor back then in 2009 for having the impetus to get this thing started and here we are 10 years later and it's amazing. Tracy, can you talk about some of the other projects um, that bus stop film has been involved with over the years? Bus Stop Films as an organisation has created over 15 short films. They've screened in festivals all around the world and won over 50 awards. Uh, Aside from what we do in terms of delivering access 
Principal Film Studies program, which we do through the Australian Film, Television and Radio School in Sydney, through Information and Cultural Exchange in Parramatta, and a program in Wollongong. Um, we've got over 70 students this year studying our 40-week curriculum, and also this year we expanded to Mongolia, which is really amazing to awesome. be delivering a curriculum through the Arts Council of Mongolia, which is not only impacting lives of people with disability, but in that classroom, graduate filmmakers are also learning the curriculum. So it's developing the local film industry as well. Um, we've done some really exciting things this year we in Vivid. We had a great partnership with support by a massive organisation called Cushman Wakefield, who um, support the inclusive aspects of Vivid Sydney, and they came to us with a brief to make a project, and our, one of our classes from actors developed an amazing stop motion animation called One Giant Leap. So it was a great opportunity for the students to work on a project which was then seen by hundreds of thousands of people during Vivid Sydney, which is really fantastic. Mm. And um, we've made films all over the world. Um, last year, Genevieve took the team in partnership with the commercial production company Taste Creative over to Japan and they filmed Shakespeare in Tokyo, which was a beautiful film which showcased Tokyo as an inclusive and welcoming city in the lead up to the Tokyo Olympics. So we're doing great work in many aspects of the film industry and are a leader now in terms of pathways to employment for people with disability, which is really great to see. Yeah. Um, so, Tracy, you've mentioned uh, inclusion a few times um, in the interview, and I know that's an important part of the overall mission of Bus Stop Films. Um, can you talk a little bit more about inclusion and, I guess, um, why is inclusion such an important part of the, the work that you guys do? We often hear inclusion and diversity sprouted around, and diversity is, it happens. The world is diverse, there are different people from different backgrounds. Inclusion is an attitude that people should be adopting. When we have different voices, different experiences, different um, backgrounds around a table, our stories are more complex, they're more inspiring, they're more interesting when we see points of view from people from all walks of life. And predominantly in the screen industry has been delivered from the point of view of a middle-aged white male. And there's been lots of work and lots of pushes over the last few years to increase diversity, particularly around gender equity in the screen industry, which is fantastic. Mm. But inclusion should be inclusion for all. And people with disability are often left out of that conversation. Yeah. Um, we see able-bodied people paying people with disability in films. We see people with disability as always the sidekick or living an unfortunate life. We don't often see people with disability on screen living a fantastic life and achieving their potential. Yeah. And particularly in the screen industry where it's often around relationships we know to get a leg up. If you're already facing barriers, employment in the first place, if you have a disability, that's even harder. So inclusion is really important for us in terms of the opportunities for our students. But also, too, that our film sets are inclusive. It's not good enough just to have a person with a disability in a casting role or getting to do the club board. True inclusion is when they're included from the get-go, mm. in the script writing, in the casting, in all aspects, behind the camera and in front of the camera, and that's what we do. Yeah. We, it's what we lead with, that it's inclusive for our students and that we work with the industry so that the industry, which is quite a closed industry, is more inclusive for all. Mm. Um, and what's some of the, the feedback that you guys have gotten from people who have um, participated in your workshops or in your classes 
Um, or those who have been involved in the filmmaking process, um, what's some of the feedback that uh, they've given you? So for our students, for some of them, it's changed their life. They never saw that they had an opportunity to be involved in filmmaking. A lot of them love film and love filmmaking, and here they're actually working with professionals and delivering and creating projects, and then they're completing those projects and attending the red carpet screenings and introducing mm. those projects at festivals all over the world. So when one of our films gets into a festival, we'll send a student along. The feedback is that they're treated as though they don't have a disability. They're treated as an equal contributor to the filmmaking process. Yeah. A lot of our students go on to get paid work opportunities in the screen industry as well as mm. develop confidence, social and English and work-ready skills, which makes them more employable in other industries. Mm. Our students love our programs and we love our students. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Do you think that there is uh, a lack of inclusion for people who experience marginalisation or who might have a disability in other parts of society? And what can be done, I guess, to help other groups or other organisations to try and be more inclusive? Definitely, I think that people from marginalised groups feel kept out of conversations and kept out of decision making and kept out of lots of aspects of our society. I guess as organisations you can take a look around the room in your workplace, do you have people with disability or from marginalised groups working in your organisation and if you don't, why is that? Mm. Have you not considered it? Are you afraid? Reach out to services that can help you to, to guide you to be more inclusive and put opportunities. Look at the work that you have on your schedule and could that role be undertaken by a person with a disability? It's the why nots. Why can't we? Mm. Why why aren't we questions that we ask ourselves to open, open doors? I mean, we have um, a student of ours uh, earlier this year working um, in post-production on MasterChef, one of, you know, the biggest juggernauts of, social, of reality TV in, working in post-production. And that's for an amazing company, Edmond Shine, coming to us and saying, we would like to employ people with disability. Mm. We just don't know where to start. Can you help us? Can you guide us? Yeah. It's asking those questions and looking for supports mm. um, and partnerships that can open, open doors for people. Yeah. When you look around the room and you look at your uh, staff meeting and if you've got a very um, you know, homogeneous group in front of you, you're not really acting on inclusion and diversity. And there's great supports to do that, particularly in the creative industries. There's great organisations, accessible arts, arts access. Australia and people like like us at Bus Stop Films, we're often called upon to support organisations who want to employ people with disability but just don't know where to start and what, what questions to ask to get that happening. You're listening to Youth and Loud. Um, so Tracy, there's uh, I guess a lot of young people who listen to the podcast and they might be wondering um, how they can be more inclusive in their own life. So they might not be a part of an organization or a company, but in other settings such as at school or um, a sports club or a dance group and things like that, they might want to help their own kind of um, circle or group to be more inclusive, what what are some things do you think that young people can do to um, have that aspect of inclusion in, in their own lives? Uh, there are many ways that you can do that. I mean, you can always be on the lookout for that person sitting by themselves and um, hmm. 
invite them to participate, share a, a lunch with them, you can volunteer. There's yeah. really great services um, that help partner people with disabilities up with other like-minded young people to go to gigs. It's a great service in Sydney called Gig Buddies, which does just that, so that you know a young person with disability who might like to go to a concert or to a sporting event doesn't always have to go with them dad because that's pretty cool but you get to an age where you want to go out you may mm. so big buddy partners volunteers up with uh, who, who like music and art and theater and sport with people with disabilities so they can attend events together mm. uh, look at your sporting club or your dance group and maybe like hold a workshop or an event where you invite people to come and try so that might you know identify people in the community who haven't thought that they're included might come along and try your dancing on the sport for a day and there's great organizations that are always looking for volunteers and peak bodies so you know you've got your um, special olympics paralympics we have death sports australia which is an organization i work with that promote um, sporting options from people with different disabilities check out online share content if you see something that's really cool um, that's showcasing some of our marginalized groups share their content, get to know them. There are many ways that you can do it within your own community. Just mm. reaching out and saying hello is probably the best way to start. One of the films you mentioned um, before, Tracy, that Bustock Films has done is Shakespeare um, in Tokyo and that this is, I guess, um, a picture of inclusion as well. Can you talk a little bit more about um, what that film involved and um, what it included and I guess how it really promotes that um, idea of inclusion Shakespeare in Tokyo is a, is a beautiful story about two brothers um, played by Patrick Bramall and Gerard Drive. people know Patrick from Offspring um, and other shows on Australian TV right. and they're in um, Tokyo Gerard and Patrick characters get separated and then Jared's character um, goes on an adventure around the city to and meets all these people who just believe in him and show him calligraphy and Japanese food and he has this really great day and, you know, his brother is a high-profile businessman. They get reconnected later, but it's around belief in yourself and self-discovery. We're also reflecting um, Tokyo as a cultural city and a welcoming city. Mm. And when... Taste Creative Genevieve's company pitched for that project. They pitched it with a lead actor with Down syndrome, and that was an international tender that the Tokyo Metropolitan Government picked out of hundreds of different stories that were pitched to them. And they made it inclusively. They partnered with Down syndrome Japan. They hosted a workshop there for students with disability, mm. and then those students then worked on set um, in different roles to create the project. It was a beautiful, beautiful film. So Jared as Ben and Patrick as Anthony as two brothers exploring their new relationship together and exploring the city and the different people that Ben met along the way who took the time to listen, chat and, met, and share with him breaks down the barriers around connecting with people with disabilities. And Tracy, uh, during your time working for Bus Stop Films, have you had a, f- a favourite film or a favourite uh, project that you've uh, seen or been involved in? I have to say um, my favourite so far was the stop-motion animation One Giant Leap. It was just so brilliant to 
see it made so quickly and see it on the screen. It's really funny. Um, it's a bit cheesy. Uh, the students got involved in cut, like the whole development and stop motion animation. You've got to imagine each each frame is a shot. It, it's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of frames put together. Mm. It's quite a tricky skill to learn and to see the students working on it and delivering it and it was so well received and vivid. I cried watching it, cried with joy. It's such a beautiful, funny film. Mm. Um, and just to see the their faces when they got to see their work up on a giant screen down in Chumbalong Park, Dunham Harbour in Sydney. It's pretty amazing. So I guess looking ahead to um, the future and thinking about the next five or ten years, uh, where do you think bus stop films will, will be? Well, five or ten years, um, I would like to see that bus stop films has expanded nationally and internationally. What we're doing is quite unique and I see that our work in inclusive filmmaking can be adopted in filmmaking all over the world. So I would like to see bus stop films move internationally mm. and that what we're doing in terms of filmmaking and film production becomes the benchmark for how the film industry should be. So that just about brings us to uh, the end of this um, episode, Tracy. but is there anything else that you'd like to say before we finish here today? Just if there's students that are listening who are thinking about studying filmmaking or have a person with a disability check out our website and get in touch with us and if you're a student filmmaker or a filmmaker think about your filmmaking practices and how you can make them more inclusive um well tracy thank you so much for coming on the show today um it's been super super cool to chat to you and i think that you're doing um a fantastic job um, working at Bus Stop Films and having a really fantastic influence. Um. Thanks so much. Have a great day and thanks for having me on. That brings us to an end of this episode of Youth and Loud. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time on Youth and Loud. Loud.